Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about TV, movies, comics, and all things geek. This is part two of our giant size year-end annual, where we look ahead to what we're most excited about in 2022. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smithereens. And I'm Clifton. So if you haven't already checked out uh, part one, please do. It's where we look back at all the stuff we love seeing and reading in 2021. But uh, here we are. We're looking ahead. Uh, Clifton, why don't you start us off? Okay. One of the things I'm looking forward to, it doesn't have a specific date yet. The only date I've seen so far is uh, 2022 on Disney Plus, and it is the Willow show based on the 1988 uh, Ron Howard fantasy film from Lucasfilm <laughs> called Willow, starring Val Kilmer and Warwick Davis. It's getting a, a revisited project on Disney Plus, where we're going back to the fantasy world of Willow. They did a, a cast introduction video on on disney plus day a few months back i do recommend checking it out it is hilarious uh it's just uh warwick davis who you know was willow he was also wicket in return of the jedi and has been in all the harry potter movies and all the star wars movies since uh introducing his his young castmates uh none of whom were alive when willow came out (laughs) who are now on the willow show as well And it's a very funny thing to check out, but I'm just, I'm interested to see what they do with it. Cause I was like the, the correct age to be into Willow when it came out in theaters. I think I was was somewhere uh, in elementary school and, and watched it a ton. Cause it's, it's before Lord of the Rings. It's all we had. We didn't have Lord of the Rings for for, for a while. It's the closest thing we were going to get to a live action Hobbit for a long time. So mm-hmm. I took it for what it was, and I, I did enjoy it. I liked uh, Val Kilmer played Mad Mardigan, uh, like the swashbuckling, uh, reluctant hero of it. Uh, Warwick Davis played like the, the uh, you know, simple farmer drafted into a much bigger adventure uh, along the way. And, and yeah, like I just enjoyed it. I'm, I'm fascinated to see what they do with it. And the young cast they've gotten for this is a lot of people I, I really like. It's um, Aaron Kellerman from Falcon and Winter Soldier and Solo is going to be in this one, mm. along with uh, Tony Revolori, who is in, uh, he's in a lot of Wes Anderson films, but also he's Flash Thompson in the MCU Spider-Man movies. Uh, okay. Who I like a lot. He's very funny in those. Um, yeah, and it's just got uh, some other young cast members. I've liked them and stuff I've seen. So I'm excited for that one. I have no idea what they're going to do. I don't know what it's going to be about, but I am interested to see it. Cool. Um, we are going to be saving all of our number one picks for the thing we're most excited about in 2022 for the end of the show. So stick around if you guys want to hear that. Um, all right. Frank, what's yours? Something. Just anything. 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 anything, anything. About, yeah. Anything you're anything? excited about for 2021. 2022. Sure. Jeez. This this year this year is going to be hard for me. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for We Own This City. Okay. Which is the um, HBO six episode miniseries by David Simon, mm. based on the mm. book by what's the author's name? Uh, Josh Fenton, I believe is his name. Justin Fenton. My bad. Mm-hmm. Um, a Baltimore Sun reporter. Um, it's about the rise and fall of the Baltimore Police Department's gun task gun trace task force mm-hmm. um it's basically david simon getting back to his true crime kind of roots kind of like we did when he did homicide and wells the wire and the corner mm-hmm. um so far the actors involved are john bernthal josh charles and jamie hector 
but yeah, it's, it, it looks so far. Everything I've read about it sounds awesome. Um, I'm a huge David Simon fan. I like a, pretty much, I've seen most of his stuff, if not all of his stuff. And I've read most of his books. Mm. I've not read this Justin Fenton book. I'm going to check it out now that I know about it, but just the idea of, um, David Simon getting back to doing, you know, the stuff that I discovered him doing in the first place, as well as the fact that it's also got some actors from the wire, mm. uh, Trey Cheney, who played Poot from The Wires in it, as well as Jermaine Crawford, who played Dookie. So it's got some other actors as well. But again, it's one of those things where I'm just excited about the idea of a, a David Simon Baltimore true crime project. Very cool. Yeah. Jamie Hector played uh, Marlo. Oh, is that who? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's Marlo. Thank you. I knew there was somebody I couldn't remember what they played. But yes, that's it. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Again, it's one of those things where if you haven't had a chance to watch The Wire or read uh, the corner or um, homicide a year on the killing streets. Both those books are really good. Highly recommend that David Simon stuff. So, so he's returning back to Baltimore, back to yes. his roots after yes. after departing for a few other projects. Well, he did like Treme, and then right. he did um, Show Me a Hero, which Show is what I, Hero, that's what I've a, seen and thought was fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. really good. That yeah. was in Yonkers, yeah, right? in Yonkers, New York. Yeah. And then, and then he did the deuce, right? Right. Right. Which I've yeah. only seen like an episode or two of. So, but I've read all, I mean, like I said, I've read the majority of his stuff. I've read some of his, his, his articles and other stuff. He, I love David Simon. I think he's great. So I'm really excited for him going back to this though. I think it should be awesome. Okay. And I love John Bernthal. John Bernthal's a great actor too. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is cool. I've heard little yeah. blips of this. Um, there's no trailer for this yet, right? I don't believe so. There? No, I haven't okay. seen anything yet. So. Okay. Um, Tommy, you're up. Okay. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out. Hard to pick. So Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, which is debuting on Netflix, which which, which is makes, on my list too. <laughs> yeah, which makes this interesting is the fact that they got Tim Burton to direct a TV show. Mm-hmm. So he brings all his gothic-looking stuff, um, over to this series as well. Um, the, t- uh, the main character this time is not about the family, but specifically about Wednesday Adams, which is played by an actress named Jenny Ortega. It has, um, Catherine Zeta Jones as Morticia Adams. Ricky Lindholm is going to be in it. You also have, um, Luis Guzman as Gomez Adams, which is interesting itself. Um, okay. the music in it is going to be composed by Danny Elfman. Of course. So it's going to be a big deal without being a big deal. Um, I think a lot. <laughs> They, they they call it a horror comedy television series. So there's no telling um, where they're going to take it or how horrific it's going to be. But it takes a look at Wednesday Adams during her high school years and her somewhat shenanigans and what all that entails. They have, I haven't seen a trailer for it. All I know is um, the people who are going to be involved. It's going to be on Netflix. I don't quite believe they gave us a date as to when it's going to be released. All they said is 2022. Um, as of now, it could be December for I know, or or um, Halloween, but it's mm-hmm. coming, and I can't wait. Okay, yeah, I haven't heard too much about it. Uh, I'm definitely intrigued by what I have heard. I do know Jenna Ortega is is very good. She's a very good young actress. Uh, she came off of Disney Channel. Mm. She was the star of Stuck in the Middle on Disney Channel, but since then has been on uh, You season two and The Babysitter. The sequel to The Babysitter, which is a film I really like. She was in uh, Killer Queen, the second one. And uh, she's also appearing in Scream, coming the new Scream uh, okay. film coming up mm. very, very soon. Yeah, she's really good. So I'm sure she'll do great. 
Yeah, I wasn't surprised when you said Danny Elfman because I was like, when you said Tim Burton, I was like, oh, okay. We, we know where this is going. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no surprise. Yeah. But it is cool, though. It's cool to see him back at TV, which is like, re- like really where he got started, like back in the 80s, I want to say. But um, cool. I'm going over my notes. I don't know where I want to start with. Um, I may uh, I may go for my out of left field one uh, since since Frank, you set me up with crime. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with the outfit, which is a um, period crime drama film coming out February 25th. Um, and it's got Mark Rylis playing. Basically, he's a he's a bespoke tailor for men's suits and his shop is a drop for the outfit, like the local crime syndicate gangster in the area. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and from the trailer, it looks like it's, it looks like a bottle movie uh, where it's like all guys held up in his shop and they're going after like this MacGuffin and Mark Rylis just gets kind of caught up in this drama. And like, as, as a, a common trope in some of these bottle stories, there appears to be a, a like, who am I, who am I supposed to trust angle and you know, who's lying to me, who's hiding stuff. And, all that stuff. So I just think it looks really, really cool for, for, um, you know, a movie I didn't know was being made. I just sort of like saw the title on a website once that was posting trailers. And I was like, Oh, what's this? And I'm like, Oh, this, this, this is cool. I'll, I'll watch, you know, I got two minutes to check out the trailer (laughs) and I think it looks great. So (laughs) yeah, I saw that trailer. Oh yeah. Did you? Yeah. I saw, I felt it told too much, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but Mm. I agree with you. Everything takes place in that shop. Until the last, yeah, it's I, I think it told too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think no, I think you could be right about that for sure. Yeah, is it the one that also has uh, Dylan O'Brien and Zoe Do- Zoe Deutsch? I believe so. Is Dylan O'Brien the one from um, what's the movie? Not Divergent. Maze Runner. Yeah, Maze Runner right. stuff. Yeah, he's Maze yeah. Runner. Yeah. yeah, yep, that's the no. one. Mm-hmm. That's him. And Teen Wolf. Yeah. And Zoe Deutsch is Leah Thompson's daughter. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. Who has been fantastic in stuff she's been in. She mm-hmm. was great back in Zombieland 2. She was fantastic in Zombieland 2. I really like her quite a bit. Okay. It's supposed to come out on February 25th, directed by Graham Moore. Yeah, it's soon. Mm-hmm. It's soon. So, yeah. So, that, so, that's my left field one. Yeah. No, I saw <laughs> the trailer. I think I saw the trailer with No Way Home. I think it ran with that one. Okay. And, or at least for, for me. And, yeah, it, does, it looks interesting. It does look like it could be a lot of fun. All right. So who's got something else out there? I'll go. Uh, no, you what? No, uh, uh, something. It would have <laughs> been on the top of you guys' list. I'm not going to do it. I'll go with what I am excited for, which is Enter the Spider-Verse 2. It goes without <laughs> saying. Been speaking okay. about that ever since one dropped and we finally got a teaser as to what two might be about. And I can't wait. It damn near picks up right where the last one left left off mm-hmm. and shows us how crazy they're going to take the next one. I hope it's just as exciting what they introduce and what they give us. Uh, I love the first one. The first one I've seen like 1150 times or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm very excited. Um, I don't know what more to say. Spider-Man. More Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool trailer. No, very much so. Cool trailer. Um, yeah. What I'll say is that I think I heard is that um, Oscar Isaac is voicing Spider-Man 2099. That's more than I knew. Well, okay. right? He did. He did right. in, yeah. in the last film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay. I would assume. Yes. Yeah. So and what I had heard is that his request to come back was if I'm going to do this, like, 
please just don't make him boring. Make this character interesting. Right. Right. Mm. And my understanding is he is. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I was going to yeah. make a joke. I was going to say, so Oscar Isaac is going to come in and make him boring. I don't <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Go ahead. Wow. Sorry. Go ahead. And so, ahead. and, and so my, my understanding is that he's very happy and very excited <laughs> about it. Good. So very good. My fault. I, I got, I got the name wrong. It's called Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse part one. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, when you said you were avoiding something that would be on the top of our list, I thought this is what you were going to be avoiding, not what you were going to right, be yeah. going to. Oh, oh because no, this was no. number one on my list of what I'm most looking forward ah, to. Ah, okay. Uh, next I, year, so or this this year, this coming year. So I'll go into it now because I saw the first one a ton in the theater. I know minimum four times, possibly more. In the theater, uh, I just enjoyed everything about the first one so much. The 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 style, the animation, just how mm-hmm. it was daring and in its its the approach that it took to animation. Uh, yes, apart from everything else, the Spider Verse story was good, uh, and just seeing all the different Spider Men, I loved. But uh, I'm going to talk about 3D because I wouldn't recommend people see movies in 3D. I enjoy it sometimes, <laughs> but I wouldn't recommend it. To people, except for this, if they put this one out in 3D, I would recommend going to see Across the Spider Verse in 3D because I did see the first one in the theater in 3D, and it was honestly like a different experience than mm. than seeing it normally because I saw it both ways in the theater, mm. and they just added another like layer of experimentation to the animation mm. with the the 3D capability. And I know 3D is not for everybody and some people, you know, get a headache and just can't, can't deal with it. And that's fine. So don't go in that case. But like, <laughs> right. if, if you can, like if you, if you're all right with 3D, I would recommend it because like they, at least in the first one, and I assume they'll do it again in the second one because they don't seem to be shying away from experimenting with animation and, and styles and stuff in this one, at least from the little 30 second teaser we've gotten. But just how they were playing with all the different layers of of like 2D animation and, and graphic design style with 3D animation and 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 in depth to the worlds. They would do things like the like the sound balloons, like the you know, the explosions and like the bangs and and stuff would be on different layers and like the captions would just kind of be floating out there in space for like the comic book caption boxes. And it was just a lot of really cool stuff that they did even experimenting with it to that further level. So I'd recommend it if, if it is in 3D. Oh, I was going to add two, um, three different. Uh, the last one had two different um, directors, right? Mm, I can't remember for sure. No, I think it was three directors on the last one. Okay. This one has three as well. Yeah. Dos Santos is one of the three. Mm-hmm. Joaquin Dos Santos from yeah. Avatar, The Last Airbender and Korra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it added another name to um, the voice casting act. I mean, um, the voice cast which is Issa Rae is voicing the character from the um hmm. for the movie as well they say who hmm. she is but I'm not going to say it here because it, it might I think it'll spoil it for you guys as far thank as you. knowing that character is there but yeah <laughs> thank you no problem no problem uh the release date is October 7th 2022 that's forever yeah we gotta, yeah, we gotta wait most far. of a year to get to that one <laughs> yeah. but still yeah but still yeah it's a good wait I'm sure oh yeah oh yeah but yeah, I was trying to avoid the other choice I came up with. I, I wasn't thinking 
Clifton, you'd put this on your list. Well, you can save that for number one, though, if it's your number one. <laughs> oh, my, num- ah, my number one is out there. Uh, it, when, 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 when you guys hear it, I'm hoping it elicits a response. Right. Maybe, I'll be surprised if Zach's heard of it. But I expect Clifton and Frank to be really a reaction to it. I'm hoping at least. <laughs> It's a tease. It's what we call a tease yep. in the business, folks. That's a yes, tease for yes, provocative, yes, provocative yes, first choice for Tommy right there. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, it is. But that's my choice. All right. Okay. What else, guys? I am excited for God of War Ragnarok. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 You know, we haven't seen a whole lot so far, but um, I loved, uh, I love the first one. You know, God of War to be, you know, a, a reboot, soft reboot, but it's in, it's at the same time, taking things in a completely different direction. Um, I remember distinctly when Tommy was at my house, I think for my daughter's birthday and you were like, you're not going to get it. And I was like, eh, I'll get it sooner or later. <laughs> and then I, I think I bought it like the very next week and I'm like, this is amazing. And it's great. It's a terrific game. Um, Tommy and I also had the conversation after or during playing it of um, how some of the side quest stuff was tougher than some of the actual battles in the game. Yes. <laughs> which you know and the discussion of like i don't think my thumbs have hurt like this with the video game since i was a much younger person yes <laughs> in trying to beat certain parts but at the same time like the the challenge was worth it i mean it was awesome you know when you finally defeated what you know you defeat but yes. um no I, I mean i look forward to seeing the, the the further adventures of kratos and atreus and see what they you know he and the boy um you <laughs> yes, know yes he boy. and the boy boy um <laughs> boy, boy. Um, get into, you know, as they, they basically know, you know, the story moves along and their parts in it and, and, you know, the prophecy of Loki and, um, the idea that, you know, they're going to try and basically balance, you know, their relationship against the idea of this much bigger thing of, you know, the war to end all wars in Ragnarok. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there are characters that we have not seen from, uh, Norse mythology that were not in the first one. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping to see that they show up in this one. Um, but yeah, the first game's great. I'm, I'm expecting this one to be just as good, if not better. So that's one of the things I cannot wait for. I believe it's um, September is when it's supposed to come out. So it's a good, you know, good chunk of the year away, it, you know. But yeah, that's that's one thing I'm super excited about is, is uh, God of War Ragnarok. Okay. I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry. That's um, okay. But that's cool. It's it's hard for me as a non-gamer. I'm going to sound a thousand saying this, but it's hard hard for me hearing you talk about these people and not think Thor and Marvel, yeah. like Marvel Thor yeah. and stuff like uh, that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, because Thor's children are in the first one, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I don't want to. Again, it's for people who have not played it. I don't want to give away too much about the first game because the first game is just really great. Our engineer was currently playing this. I don't know for the long years. Oh, okay, Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely don't want to spoil it then. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a great one. It's a it's one of those. Oh, this is cool. You know, when, reimagining games don't always work, but this one works out really well. So again, I, I'm thinking the the next one should be even better. So, so good. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so good. I got a comic. Okay, <laughs> those are things. Um, <laughs> okay. Yep. That's uh, it's actually soon, very soon. Um, Batman the Night. Ah, okay. okay. Uh, which is coming out by uh by uh, Chip Zdarsky and a name I'm I apologize I'm gonna butcher this name Carmine D. Uh, 
Gia Menenso. Sure, yeah, the artist. Uh, yeah, very hard to say. I'm sorry, I butchered it. Um, but it's um, finally we are getting somebody to do a miniseries that deals with the period between the Wayne deaths and Bruce's return to Gotham, which is what I've been wanting forever. Um, you know, so this is looks like it's going to be a ten issue miniseries, but uh, yeah, it comes out soon, like January eighteenth. Um, will be the will be the release of issue one, unless something changes, but looks to be the case. Yeah, it sounds like a cool premise for sure. Yeah, his pilgrimage to become Batman. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm surprised that it's a miniseries. Quite frankly, I think this could be a series. Yeah. It'll probably end up being because because he's he's good at everything. He's good at everything, so you, you can you can center a story around like you know whatever whatever anything. Trait. Yeah, whatever. Like he's he's this is this is when he learns how to throw boomerangs. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah. right. Yeah, this is where this is where Bruce learns to saute a steak. Um, yep. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree with you. I, I think yeah. it's one of those things where it'll probably be a series of miniseries if it does well. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, but I, I'm looking forward to it too. It made my list. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Has that really not been covered much in the comics? Not in depth. Here and there. Here and not there. in depth. Like it was some of it's in like um, Legends of the Dark Knight when you get like mm-hmm. the shaman story. Okay. When you say yeah. Zach, yeah, yeah, it's it's I I would say it's you it's usually a subplot or or a flashback to to a story, right? Right. Usually that we're getting where you get some glimpse of it, like, yeah, kind of like we'd see in animated series where he's fighting mm-hmm. the threat, and now we look back to how like that started or what he learned right. that relates to that yeah. or something. Yeah. Like the man, mm-hmm. like I think a good jump, like if you want to, like you want to have a good jumping off point, and I can't speak for Chips Zdarsky at all, but like the man who falls, oh. Man Who Falls is so great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it was. I, I don't know where else it is. It's in this. It's in the Secret Origins trade that, that came out that had a lot of um, of this. It's got uh, a great Ballin cover, Brian Ballin cover with the, the members of the Justice League in plain clothes mm-hmm. sitting around talking, and then the, their costume versions over top of them. But it's got that's where it originally shows up is this story about him, and it's like it, I think it might be the first Descartes, right? I think. Um, a impossibly it po- that you know that I'm actually not sure about. I know it's in as far as where to find it. Um, it was traded in in one of the the greatest Batman ever told, okay. greatest Batman stories ever told trades. Okay. Um, one of, one of the more recent reprints. Gotcha. I read. I mean, Frank, you loaned it to me. I remember mm-hmm. forever ago. But um, right. Nolan. Uh, it was a big, it was a big inspiration for Nolan for Batman Begins. I remember, I, got, I like when Batman Begins came out on DVD. I got a deluxe DVD that had, it had like a small comic book thing mm-hmm. in it, and it, in okay. it had like, uh, was like the first issue of Long Halloween was in there, and right. I forget something else, and and yeah, the Man Who Falls in it in its entirety was in this little mini comic book. Okay, yeah, it's great. But yeah, that one that one has glimpses of like what he did you know, a couple of pages here and there of what he did. So it's never really been in depth, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we get like, like this is a tan episode of the anime that gives the background on how he became an escape artist. But there's also been other places where he was like with Thaddeus Brown, the original Mr. Miracle. Yeah. So it'll be cool to see how much of that stuff is, is referenced as well. I think Snyder did some backups. Okay. And I want to say in his all-star Batman, I think, I think backup pages were like, you know, he, he was learning stunt driving in Brazil or something like that. Like, right. <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. It sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Now I, I can imagine that's why they took their time with it. It's like, 
you know, less is more like you can mine it and go back to as much as many as many times as you want to. If you don't mm-hmm. clearly define what he did when. Right. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I get Wolverine vibes from this because as soon as you show his past, there's no more yeah. past storylines. No, up, I know. You, know? Y- you can't you can't. I, I think my recommendation as a fan <laughs> of this stuff would be <laughs> for, for anybody that cares is don't put a hard and fast like time on it. Right. Yes. Like 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 leave gaps, leave gaps yes. in, intentionally for people to play with, and you yeah. know, leave in nebulous yeah. parts. Yeah, I agree. Yes, yes. All right, I'm curious what else you guys have on your list. I wonder how much how much other overlap are we going to have? Because there's been a few. <laughs> there's been a few so far. Right. And there's some I don't know much about um, that I'm excited about. So I'll just pick one of those next ones. We have, we know it's 2022. There's a landing page on Netflix for this show, but it doesn't mm-hmm. say the date. And that is Sandman. Yeah. The oh, Netflix yeah. adaptation of the, the Neil Gaiman comic. And I am excited about it. All we really know is the cast. Um, one other little tidbit I know from, I think the DC fandom possibly last like a previous one or something i can't remember where i saw them talk about it but it was neil gaiman saying that this one is it's not a period piece so they're not setting it at the time of of the comic in the 80s because the comic was set in present day at the time 80s 90s and the radio play that they just did recently like the audio version the audio play version of it that they did they did as that set in the time period straight out of the comics but for the show it's now our modern time so it will have adjustments to story as as mm. as it taking place in our world currently. So I mean that mm-hmm. will be interesting to see what what changes that might bring to it. Uh, I mean some of the casting choices have been interesting too, um, right? Because they like they've just picked you know more representation this time around because it is it is our world now as opposed to as opposed to what representation was chosen to be shown back mm-hmm. then. Uh, so I'm interested. I'm definitely interested to see what it is and how it goes. Yeah, I'm so desperate to see something for it. Mm-hmm. Anything like, you know, I, I, I saw a little blurb of him talking in like a behind the scenes thing that they didn't show really anything. You saw like glimpses of, of like a set. Yeah, I want to say. But, um, you know, uh, Gaiman appears to be like like thrilled yeah. with it. So I, so I think yeah. that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. They seem to be minding a lot of his projects lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one after the next, if you notice. Like first it was um what's the name of Gods? American Gods. American Gods, yeah. That was his novels. What was the one on um Amazon with um Oh Good Omens with Good yeah. Omens is another one. Which yes. I love that book and I, I do like that show quite a bit. Uh I do recommend that one from a few years back. And it's coming back for a second season. Yeah, which is interesting because there was only one book. Right. Yeah. So anything now, <laughs> yeah. anything now yeah. is all new content. So mm-hmm. we'll see that. We'll see. Yeah. I'd like to see what that is. Because the first series did cover the whole book. <laughs> yeah, it did. It yeah. did from start to bottom. You mind if I go next? Go ahead. No, go for it, man. One, uh, like Zach, a trailer jumped into my view and I didn't know this was coming out. And that's the North Man. Mm hmm. Okay. That looked like Conan revisited <laughs> as far as it, it but it, the premise is um a grounded story set in Iceland at the turn of the 10th century that centers on the Nordic prince who seeks revenge for the death of his father. Simple premise, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh the lead character is going to be Alexander Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Clifton, your favorite, Anna Taylor Joy's in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and William Defoe and Nicole Kidman. Okay. Now, it's weirdly enough, for the last two years, I've watched everything Nicole Kidman has been in. Yeah. And not on purpose. It's just that that's how much <laughs> that's how much work she's been doing in the last few years. Right. And if you ever get the chance to watch this, it's going to drop this year in theaters on April 8th. Okay. That thing is visceral. When they mean grounded, mm-hmm. yeesh. Yeah, I couldn't live during those times, man, because I'm not picking up a sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but William Dafoe is one of my favorites. I like to see what he does because, I mean, I thought he wouldn't go crazier than The Lighthouse, but yet, however, he's still doing stuff. So mm-hmm. it might get crazier than that. Uh, it, um, Anna Taylor Joy, everything she's been in has been great despite the project. Like, some stuff has been um, either higher or lower, but her mm. roles have always been solid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, catch the trailer if if you want to see how crazy this thing gets. Uh, it, it was like, wow. Yeah, very, very. I got Conan feels, but not the not the pageantry, just the graphicness <laughs> right. of it, if that makes any sense. Just the, the barbarism of it. Yes. When they mean grounded, geez, man. <laughs> I would not ever touch a, a broadsword any there's no way. There's no no way. But just throw revenge in it and then it gets that more epic. <laughs> I mean this one came across my radar as well. It's from director uh Robert Eggers, mm-hmm. who did The Witch, mm. uh starring Anya Taylor Joy. Yes. And I just saw that this I just saw that this current year, even though it is from, you know, several several years back, five years back or so, if I remember right. And then he also did The Lighthouse. Yes. Uh, with Willem Dafoe. So he's kind of collecting cast as he goes, mm-hmm. it seems, to use again, which a lot of directors do. And and it's always fun to see where they utilize people again. Um Yeah, I mean he's he's a director that like The Witch is also very like visceral what you're talking about like very grounded like he was trying to like portray a kind of realish supernatural story at the same time but yeah I'm like i wouldn't want to live in that time period either when the witch took no. place in England. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah i mean no. like, he's good at that he's good at you being like man this is what time would have been horrible yeah yeah right. <laughs> yeah yes and another yes. like one other like a funny thing to me is so alexander skarsgård is the star of now this movie called the northman He's from True Blood on HBO. Like that's where I first saw him, where he played a character named Eric Northman. Uh, so he's like he's going full circle. Yeah, he was a vampire on that one though, but yeah, uh-huh. yeah, not this time. But yeah, I just thought that was like a little funny thing. Where I was like, really? <laughs> like he's in the Northman? <laughs> but he's he was also in the what was he last in Kong Godzilla Kong? I think he was in that. Think so too. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, small part because all the humans had small parts in that one. But yeah, he's not Kong or Godzilla. <laughs> he's not Kong or Godzilla. So no. was he, was he in the um the True Blood cast that walked by us that year at Comic Con? Yes, the, the, like back when okay. True Blood was on the air and we were there. Yeah, and the cast walked by. He was the tall one. If you remember, I was going to say very, that's what I was, so if you remember, so he's very tallest. tall one in that cast. He's tall as heck. Then yeah, yeah. Good grief. <laughs> Yeah, because we also saw uh, who was who was the other tall one from from Daredevil. Uh, Charlie Cox? No, no, not the guy. The Karen Page. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. She's really tall. What was her name? Deborah. Deborah, Deborah Ann Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm sure she had heels on, but she was taller than some of the cast. So she was yeah. she was mm. pretty tall. They were all too. tall. Yeah. They were all tall, I remember, except Anna, Anna Paquin right. that walked by. They were all, they were all like, I, I was stunned how tall they, were, they all were. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking forward to that one, too. I'm looking forward to Northman as well. We, um, we don't need to spend a whole lot of time on this because I know you guys don't want to. Mission Impossible 7. <laughs> Listen, hey, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. As long as you're making these movies, I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, it could get pushed back again and we might be talking about it next year on this episode. Right. Because it's been a few times so far. (laughs) Keep the home fires burning there, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sure I'll see it too. Uh, I don't think I've seen all of the Mission Impossibles, but I've seen... Yeah, no, I for sure have not seen three. But I have seen uh, probably the others. And last one was really good. I really enjoyed last yeah. one a lot. Fallout, that was the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. Fallout. I, I really enjoyed Fallout. Yeah. That was the good shot in the arm for the franchise for me again. Mm. Really. Like I got I got really excited about it. So Yep, I'm in. That's uh September, I believe. Okay. Slated as, as of now. Again, like like with like with everything. You know, we'll see. Things things might change. Tom Cruise is gonna keep making those movies or die trying. Yeah. Well, he filmed seven and eight. He filmed seven and eight at the same time. So okay. we have at least two more coming. Right. <laughs> so, all right. So what else? Another one I don't know anything about, but the title and I'm sold on just the title is Nope. Yeah. Yeah. By Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Written and directed by Jordan Peele, another horror film. And all I. Oh, yes. Yes. All yes. I know is it's called mm-hmm. Nope <laughs> and uh, stars Daniel Kaluuya. And. Uh, from you know uh teaming up again after get out and that's all i know about it and i'm in i'll be there yes <laughs> i think it's scheduled to come out july 22nd that's its current scheduled date oh i saw you have you seen the uh poster have you seen the poster i think i did what was the poster i feel like i did well is this the balloon the poster no, is, is a town yes no it's not a balloon it's a cloud that's what it with is. those kite strings hanging out of it, just okay, floating towards yeah. it, and and that's and and the other two stars that uh, make the poster is Kiki Palmer, okay, yeah, and mm-hmm. Stephen Yu. Oh, Stephen Yu, yeah, okay. okay. So to me, love him. He's great. Yeah. So that's I yeah, love it. Jordan yeah. Peele can't wait is becoming such a power player in Hollywood. It's so cool because <laughs> <laughs> he has such a great voice. He is such a like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm just just makes me giddy that, that <laughs> he's getting to a point where like whatever whatever he wants to do he can do yeah you know does anybody have black adam on their list no i'm curious <laughs> no it's not on my no, list I, I, but i didn't think about it but yeah. no i'm excited for black adam oh i'm gonna to rescind my number one choice oh was it black adam so was was that the one you thought we all had as number one no no <laughs> The reason why I'm rescinding my number one is because I just found out it's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> so it can't be on this list. Oh, well, it's still in oh. 20, well, it's still 2021. Yeah, still uh, 2021. Okay. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. As of the time of this recording. Yes. yes. So being that it's only a few hours before I see it won't count towards this larger hole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But so Black Adam. Yeah. Yep. Um. The fact that it is reportedly going to have Dr. Fate and Hawkman and Adam Smasher in it 
makes me somewhat optimist that we're we're building to something now with the DC movies. Um and I know I know that Rock keeps talking about, you know, that like in in his in his head the plan is building up to him versus Superman. Okay. <laughs> with 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 whoever Superman is going to be at that point. Like like right. whatever whatever It would be great if they had a Superman. Yeah, yeah. With whatever Henry Cavill, Michael B. Jordan, whichever, whatever they're doing with Superman at the moment, like right. he's like that's that's my signpost up ahead. Okay. Is I is he wants that? So he promoted himself above Shazam, is what you're saying? Yeah, I was gonna say. Right. Does, yeah. that, does, yeah. does, does does the Rock know that that's not generally a thing? Probably not. Okay. okay. All right. Probably not. He's, he's, he's thinking wrestling. He's going for the the heavyweight champion. He's yeah, going straight exactly. for title contention. There's usually a contender that he goes up against that I'd imagine he'd go up against first. So just saying (laughs) that'll probably be a thing before he he gets to mix it up with Superman. So, which I would like, I'd love to see Zachary Levi versus the rock. That sounds amazing to me. Yeah. 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 Me (laughs) too. You know, just saying, I'd much rather see that than Henry Cavill or Michael B. Jordan or whoever is Superman at that point. So. But I'm excited for Black Adam. I, I love Black Adam okay. as a character. I think that, you know, The Rock's a great choice. I think the idea that we're getting some form of the JSA, I'm always for more JSA stuff. Um, you know, if that leads to finally having us a JLA, JSA team up on the big screen, by all means, make that happen, DC. Um, but yeah, Black Adam sounds great. Yeah, that's um, July. Okay. I have one. Okay. I am excited for Atlanta Season 3. Okay. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> well, I was I was at one point thinking about doing just a a, a returning TV section, but if we're going to do lightning round, I think I'll save that for there. Um, okay. But yeah, on March 24th of this year, we're going to get Atlanta back finally, um, due to the fact that the cast is in everything at the moment, <laughs> and yes, you know yes. the state of the world. You know they had a little they had a little uh, hiccup in getting the, the the stuff done, even though they did three and four back to you know back to back. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to pick up with, with, the the, the guys going on tour and then van moving into, to her mother's house with, uh, her and Ern's kid. Um, yeah, I can't wait for it. It's such a good show. I don't know where they're going to find a couch in Europe that they can sit in, but I hope they find one because <laughs> that's such a, you know, such a big, you know, a, 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 a thing of that show in particular. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I love the first uh, couple seasons of Atlanta and I'm excited for this one to come back. I still have not watched any of it. No, that was announced not too long ago from when we from when we're recording. It okay. was you know a few days like I want to say like yesterday was when the trailer came out or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it like a two year break. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Again, meanwhile, as, as uh, most of the cast was in, like I said, in a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. You know, we just had uh, Brian Tyree Henry was in Eternals. Mm-hmm. He was in. Uh, Kong Godzilla. He was not either Kong or Godzilla as well. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, Lakeith Sanfield's in a million things. Donald's making a bunch of music when he's not doing this. So, um, yeah, they've all been in, in various things. So, exactly. It's good that they got together to do this and that there's three and four ready to go. So, can't wait for merch. Cool. What else out there? We will do a lightning round too. So, um, just to just to let you guys know so we can get through everything else before we get to our number ones at the end. Um, 
What else? Tommy Clifton? Any other ones? This is outside my genre, but I can't help but feel curiosity. But the name of it, Clifton, help me, because I'm sure this is on your radar. Cabinet of Curiosities? Oh, no, I actually don't know about this one. Really? Yeah. They finally did it and gave um, Guillermo del Toro a horror show that he can do on his own. It's an anthology series that I think it's debuting on Netflix in which um, it's basically his show. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know the details past that. Um, I just, I think I saw part of a trailer stuff to come for 2022. I didn't get too much information based upon that, but horror is not my bag, (laughs) as you guys know, but I love uh, the Toro stuff. Like I love um, Pan's Labyrinth. Mm -hmm. I loved his um, Hellboy. Shape of Water was nice. Um, And those are the lighter ones. Okay. I don't really (laughs) deal deep with his really horror stuff, Um, but he's always done creepy really well even when he's not trying to do QP. So I, I'm curious to see as to what kind of budget they'll give this man. Okay. Because his imagination is mm. crazy. So yeah, Cabinet of Curiosities. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it does sound cool. It does sound yeah. cool. And then there's the 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 big elephant in the room to me, what's well, so coming on Amazon that everybody's waiting on. I don't know if it made my number one. I'm not sure if it made any of you guys' number ones, but I'm curious to see what they're doing with that much money they're spending on it. And that's Lord of the Rings from, for Amazon. Right. Uh-huh. I, no, not my number one. <laughs> good. <laughs> me neither. Good. <laughs> but what kills me is the budget they gave this. Just the first season is getting like $460 million. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you put that much money on a project, I want to see what you're going to produce. Um, it's been in development for, I'd argue, say three, if not two years now. Mm-hmm. And we're finally going to see what that means come this year. I have no idea who's casted in it. All I know, it's a Lord of the Rings season one. They spent almost half a billion on production just on the first season. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, um, you know, I, I, I don't have any, any feelings for it, you know, at, at the moment, you know, I'm not, I'm not one that's huge into the books or anything. I really, I really, really like the movies. Um, but, um, you know, it's just one of those like like the idea that it's television, I think, is is intriguing and cool because you can spend more time with stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, I kind of like it's one of those. It's a blind buy for me at this moment. Like, I don't know what I'm getting. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah they're definitely going into fantasy hard because they got Wheel of Time running right now. Mm. Yeah. Which is weird that they yeah. would. I mean, Wheel of Time. I've been watching that. That's not bad. Mm hmm. But um, to to stack it with Game of Thrones too, like I feel like I said Game of Thrones. Wow, to stack <laughs> it with um, yeah. with Lord of the Rings on that epic level, I feel like it'll get either it's gonna be the new fantasy streaming site, or <laughs> you're gonna forget totally about Wheel of Time. Right. Let me know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's one I've definitely watched, but I just don't like. When was it supposed? I feel like it keeps getting delayed. Like I have no idea when it's actually going to come out because they've been talking about it for years. <laughs> so hopefully it's this year. Hopefully it's this coming year, and we get to finally see it. It's similar to um, the Airbender Netflix live action adaptation, which I have no idea when that's coming either because they keep talking about it and they've been talking yeah, about it for years. Yeah. Well, they did put a date 
to Lord of the Rings, which is September 2nd of the of 2022 okay they did actually they did actually mm. date it already okay yeah interesting there's no one in the cast that i'm aware of mm-hmm. and i feel it's all new faces maybe there's some names that i'm definitely gonna butcher so i'm not even gonna go that route okay um but it's a lot of new faces uh based upon my limited movie knowledge hopefully they're they're a great acting cast especially with that much money they're throwing at it <laughs> hopefully they're getting some of that chunk yeah, I hope so. It, it all it it was already greenlit for a second season. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like I guess they like what they saw for what for from how much money plunked down for it. But yeah. Clifton, you said um Airbender. Mm-hmm. So I'll uh, I'll run with that really quick. I'm not talking about the Netflix series because um I, I could not care less <laughs> <laughs> about the live action airbender. Um Especially after we heard the the creators dropped out, the also. original creators, the original creators, right. which that was the it was the one thing that gave me some some optimism. And yeah. like, once I heard they left, I'm like, oh, okay, right. Um, but no, I mean, I uh, you know, we did we did get word that there was a lot of Airbender animated stuffs in the making. Um, you know, and uh, unsure if that stuff is going to be debuting in in the tail end of 2022. Uh, I hope so, but uh, you know. Definitely looking forward to those, whatever they are. And again, we don't know what any of that is going to be. They just like like just said multiple projects, some traditional animation, some CG animated. You know, that's all we know. Mm-hmm. But I'm in. <laughs> yeah, just take my money, Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stuff will be fun to see for sure. There's always like the world's so big. I mean, there's so many corners of it they can still explore. Yeah, you can go in a million different directions. Yeah. Or errors, for that matter. So many time periods, so many avatars. Yeah, it's like it's like I say, you could go forward, backwards, and sideways with Airbender. It's mm. you know, into the past, into the future, side stories we didn't see. Yeah, you can go anywhere that anywhere you want. So, very very cool. Should we just do lightning round now? Should we just start it now? Sure. Okay. Um, what I'm not going to mention, or, or, or let, me, let me put this to a bed too. The thing I thought was going to not be on anybody's list was the Super Bob Einstein um, documentary okay. movie. For the people mm-hmm. that saw Super Dave, that comedian Bob I- Einstein, mm-hmm. they did a documentary on him. And there's a lot yes. of styles, uh, 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 stars and comedians that are doing the documentary. Is his brother in it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> his brother Albert Brooks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But the, okay. the fact of how they started off thought that like he wasn't going to be anything. And he just found his niche and stuck with it is the premise of half the documentary and how far yep. he takes Super Dave. I love Super Dave growing up as a kid. It was just the most. How could you not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, it was the most stupid, hilarious thing you could possibly imagine. Yes. And, and, it, and it was the same joke take to the ninth level every single time. Still mm-hmm. hilarious. Still hilarious. Even when he saw yes. that it was the doll that took the hits, it's yes. still freaking hilarious. In its own way, I mean, Albert Brooks is a comic genius, but in its own way, it's 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 pretty, <laughs> it's pretty amazingly <laughs> funny see? stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. not my pick for uh. No. Yeah, no. Okay. 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 Oh, can I do my top ten, or are we doing the right lightning round? Lightning round, whatever you throw, throw it out. <sighs> okay. Um, 
<laughs> most Marvels, everything coming out by Marvel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just Marvel. <laughs> yeah, just. I mean, I'm, am I am I am I alone in this? I mean, all no, the shows no, that have slated for this year: mm-hmm. uh, Ms. Marvel, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion. Am I? What am I? I'm missing one more. Moon Knight for sure. Yeah, yeah. Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Moon Knight. I thought that'd make uh, Clifton's top list. Right. And then there's um, the Armor Wars. Armor Wars. Uh, Armor Wars. I think might be next year. I'm not Is sure it? if okay. it's going to debut th- uh, this coming year. But then we also um, uh, video games. Uh, if you didn't mention um, video games, um, Breath of the Wild two. Hopefully this year. They people are <laughs> speculating they're going to make the announcement September. Okay. But the Game Awards, Nintendo definitely confirmed it will be coming out in 2022. Hopefully. Just no date as when it comes out. <laughs> but what's crazy is they won't even announce the name because they know fans will know what it's about for sure. Okay. Just with the name. Right. Um, then there's the Marvel movies. Um, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Sure. Love and Thunder. Yep. Love mm-hmm. and Thunder is stacked unbelievably. I mean, <laughs> it, it, let alone just to have... Um, uh, the reoccurring Thor characters in it, but we're also going to get the Guardians in it as well. Mm-hmm. And and uh, there's also rumors who's going to be in it. I'm not going to say who's going to be rumored in it because some people here don't like to uh, read information leading to their movies. So I can't wait for the trailer for Thor: Love and Thunder. Yes, yes. I really yes. can't wait for that trailer. I'm really excited about it. But again, uh, Taika Waititi's been firing on all cylinders since. Um, well, with the uh, with the exception of Fall Guy, Fall Guy's not. <laughs> it's, I don't care what anybody says. That's not his top tier stuff. But uh, every, everything that I've seen them deal with since then has been epic and monumental. I can't wait. Um, another movie I'm waiting on is um, Death on the Nile. Mm-hmm. Despite the mm-hmm. casting, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's produced by um, Ridley Scott, directed by Kenneth Branagh. And that's a stack cast as well. I can't wait for that. Um, trying to think what else. There's a bit of these kind of cool, like Agatha Christie and Agatha Christie esque movies that are coming out. Um, yes, but that, that I, I, I like that the that the public has an appetite for these kind of murder mystery things. Right. Yes, um, I agree. Which is really really cool. And I think that's everything scratched on my head as far as what I'm. Into. <laughs> you know, I hate to say it, but I'm also looking forward to the Mario movie. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just to see if they can keep the momentum going with uh, video game movies being better with each new year. Well, the bar's so low. I feel like oh, it's extremely low. <laughs> yeah, it's extremely low. I feel like it's pretty easy. <laughs> extremely low. And I'm not. And it's, I have a morbid curiosity for Morbius, <laughs> just to see <laughs> how bad it's gonna be or how good mm. they might surprisingly make it. Because I I don't care about that movie. Right. They could have never announced the use of that character. They didn't have to even. I, I I'm still perplexed as to why they would put any push behind that character at all. Um, but it's here and it's <laughs> fully acted. Um, because you because you never know. And I feel yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. I feel like that's how the pitch meetings went when they decided to green light it. You never know, yeah. maybe because you heard it here first. Tom Holland's going to have six arms at some point, and he's going to need Michael Morbius to help him out. <laughs> sure, I guess because <laughs> because because that's what we're expected to. Evolve. That's what I, that's I mean, what I'm I guess. Thinking, that's the direction they're going with next, Tommy. I'm just telling you, you heard yeah. it here first. That's my prediction. 
Yeah. Uh, here's the crazier <laughs> part. I'm more prepared to see Morbius than the Flash movie, <laughs> which is, is worse I never oh, wow. thought I'd imagine saying. And it's not like I hate or care for either or, but mm-hmm. that's how low DC has made me feel about the Flash and how they feel about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and no disrespect to the TV show. The TV show, God bless them. They've been pushing out uh, episodes yearly for what? This is the seventh or eighth season? Eighth season. Eighth season. But yet, however, I'm not implored to care about the Flash <laughs> or what or what they're trying to do with it, which is sad in itself because I think I, I've of them there anticipating every comic book movie, but that one. Yeah, yeah. So that's my little lightning round. What's on the rest of your guys' list? Some of the same stuff on mine. The Marvel ones for sure. Um, mm-hmm. the movies. The ones that were listed, I think what I'm actually most looking forward to is Thor Love and Thunder. Yes. Uh, just because it's such a ridiculous title. I can't wait to see what's in the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> and we're getting uh, Jane Foster return in some form. Um, just everything else in it. I do. I do. Uh, I mean, that was one of the big announcements they first made when they first announced the movie. So that one's been out there for a time and I can't wait for that. And then of the shows. Uh, I mean, it's a toss up because, like, definitely, you know, Moon Knight, definitely for sure. Miss Marvel, I really want to see because that was one of my favorite comic runs of of recent times of the past ten years at Marvel. That's one of my standout comic runs that I love. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to all that stuff too. That might be all of my lightning round. Okay, Frank. Um, just some stuff I'm excited for. Let me see. Uh, Resident, A- yeah, Resident Alien season two. It should be coming mm-hmm. up in in about a month, uh, as of this recording. Um, Righteous Gemstone season two. You would love that. You would love that. I, I do. <laughs> you know I do. Uh, Better Call Saul season six. This will be the last season of that. Um, season. There's six seasons of that. Right. Oh, yeah. You're a little behind. Oh, yeah. 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 Good the grief. Yeah. You turn around mm-hmm. before you know it. Anyway, okay. Good. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure we're getting these. I know Peacemakers and is the same thing in a couple weeks. Right, coming we'll up soon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to Ms. Marvel, uh, Kenobi, whenever that shows up. Right. Right. Um, and then the only other things we're talking about was, oh, I was excited about Dying Light 2, which is a video game sequel to the original, which should be, um, it's basically an open world zombie game in which, um, depending on whether you go out in the day or the night, zombies are way worse at the nighttime. But, <laughs> Um, cause they mutate and evolve, um, okay. as well as uh, suicide squad, kill the justice league. Right. Um, you know, I'm still yeah. not sold on how that's going to work, but I'm, I want to play it. And then Spider-Man two, the sequel, um, we gives you the, I think it's going to give you the opportunity to be miles Morales and Peter Parker at the same time. Okay. Insomnia games for PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Is that coming out this year? I thought it was coming out next year. I think it's October. I think that's okay. what I saw. It was October, September. So again, it'll be later on in the, the, the as they say, in the third quarter of the year, yeah. fourth quarter of the year. But it'll be out sometime this year. But um, I thought, I thought Suicide Squad was twenty twenty three. Nah, I just looked it up. It was. It says this year. Okay. Okay. So, but yeah, those are just some things. Cool. That I'm excited for. All right. So my lightning round, um, really just has two, and they are. Disney projects. So one is Lightyear. Okay. So I'm really excited for Lightyear. Really, really almost my number one. <laughs> almost. Like almost made oh, it my wow. number one. Weirdly. 
this this project that I thought was odd when it was first announced, and then that trailer hit, and I'm like, no, you got me. I can't wait for this. <laughs> I'm super excited for it. Um, but the other one that I tripped over, and I don't know that this was brought up at Disney Disney Investor Day. Um, if it did, I certainly forgot about it. But it, so it's called Strange World. And it's another uh, this is a, another Walt Disney animated one. So uh, the premise that went out with I think they put like a like a piece of key art on Instagram. It was uh, journeys deep into the uncharted and treacherous land where fantastical creatures await. And the thing that everybody has said about this project is it's a homage to pulps. OK, <laughs> so I'm like, awesome. This sounds great. <laughs> So uh, that's going to be directed by Don Hall, who did Big Hero 6 and Raya the Last Dragon, Okay, which um, if you guys listen to part one, where we talk about stuff we really like from 2021, Raya the Last Dragon was on my list. I love that movie. So uh, this is going to be really cool. So and this is apparently November of 2022 Mm. uh, was what I had heard. Okay, that is it for lightning round. So we got our number one picks coming up. But first, if you like the show, you can check out all of our episodes on YouTube and let me know how it is dot com. Just please, however you find us, don't forget to like, subscribe and leave us a review. And finally, you can suggest a topic for an episode. Send them our way in the comments or on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is our show's initials. L.M.K.H.I.I. All right. Who's going first? Clifton, you started. So why don't you go first? All right. So if you've listened to our show before, uh, you may know I'm a huge fan of Knives Out. By Ryan Aww. Johnson. Mm. <laughs> oh, okay. And, oh, okay. man. <laughs> and after Knives Out came out, he signed a deal with Netflix to make sequels for Netflix. Two more sequels. So Knives Out 2 and <laughs> Knives Out 3. Knives Out 2 is coming out in 2022. I'm not sure of the date <laughs> yet, but it is this year sometime for sure on Netflix. And uh, I'm just excited to see it. <laughs> I'm so happy I read the room right because when we were talking about Death in the Nile and I was like these kind of movies are coming back I purposely did not bring Knives Out because I thought it might be your number one yeah <laughs> so yeah. I just I, want, I wanted to give you room yeah, so. I'm ready to see more uh, Daniel Craig as Detective Benoit Blanc but now mm-hmm. this time in another <laughs> setting with another ensemble cast of celebrities in a whodunit murder mystery. Mm-hmm. And we know this one is starring uh, Dave Batista, Edward yep. Norton, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Kate Hudson, Madeline Klein, Jessica Henwick, and Ethan Hawke. Wow. So it is a, it's a mildly crew assortment there, and I can't wait to see it. Like, I love, I love Daniel Craig's completely ludicrous Southern gentleman detective. <laughs> and I uh, can't wait to see what he does in this one. It'll be fun. Filmed in Greece. Yep. Filmed on location in an exotic ah. locale. My dad would be really mad if I didn't bring that up. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that too. I can't wait. I really liked the first one. I was, I was watching some of it really yesterday. Yeah. I, honestly on, it was, it was on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Really love it. So. Cool. All right, Tommy. Uh, as you can tell, that was my pick. Uh, no. uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, man. Yeah. Leslie Odom Jr. is in it. He's said Ethan Hawke, Ed Norton, Janelle Monet, Kate Hudson. And then <laughs> and then um, I was coming across an article 
in which uh, Jessica Jessica Henwick Henwick yep yeah stated that he's obligated to put her in Knives Out too. Oh right, right because right. she said when she was a yeah when she was a teenager she watched Brick and loved it loved it so much <laughs> she wrote him a fan email and never responded. Then she said, cut to seven years later. (laughs) She was in Star Wars, The First Awakens, and she meant to go back to The Last Jedi, but Ryan cuts cuts her out of the project. (laughs) Cuts down to this year. I finally got sent this script, and I was like, put me in, coach. Give me a Zoom. I don't care if I get it. I just want to speak to Ryan. And this is uh, (laughs) after uh, uh, Matrix Resurrections, in which Mm -hmm. she, she expressed fully that she wants to be cast in Knives Out. Don't care what she is. She loved Brick that much. Right. Um, yeah, I can't wait for uh, for uh, Knives Out too. They finished wrapping in uh, September, right? So it's coming. It's just a matter of when Netflix feels the need to air it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully soon, but I can't wait for that as well. Now I gotta pick something. I gotta pick something else. <laughs> no, this is your number one. This is your number. It was. Yeah. It yeah. was. I, it's funny because you stole because my real number one was across the Spider Verse Part One. And you took that earlier, oh, okay. so that's fair. why I had then to sub this one in. Yeah. No, that's fair. It's all good. I did it, I did it to it's myself. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, but I, I double co-sign your choice. I can't oh, yeah. I can't wait. I'm a huge Ryan Johnson fan. Um Yeah, I, I think I think he has a great mind when it comes to mysteries and how he unfolds or how he looks at things. Mm. Again, I urge Brick. I like Brick just for the, the novelty of it. It's right. it's 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 fun, silly. So yeah. Uh, knives out too. Cool, Frank. What's yours? Uh, so I told Tommy earlier that he would not have had mine, and he didn't. So there. Um, <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. No, one of the guys I'm most excited about is a comic coming out in 2022, which is the Mark Wade and Dan Mora Batman Superman World's Finest. Yep. Okay. It's the return of Mark Wade to DC. Um, mm-hmm. The idea that he's going to come back and he gets to work on arguably two of I'm two of his favorite characters of all time, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the fact that, you know, he, you know, when he, you can tell when he really is into something and really likes it, or it has a real story to tell. Um, and I think that these two characters, I think is, you know, how could you not have something to tell with these stories? You know, I mean, there's a million stories with them, but I think the idea mm-hmm. of the being paired up again, um, and just the idea that in the first story arc, it's, it's Batman, Superman and the doom patrol. Right. I mean, I, I personally can't wait for this book to come out. Um, and then the uh, the cover, the issue number one has a you know has a bunch of variants as most books do now. But one of the main one that by Dan Mora has a lot of characters that you know from Batman's universe as well as from you know Superman's that could potentially show up in this book. And it's you know it's everybody that you would want to show up in this book, right? You know it's both you know both supporting cast from from both of as well as the villain. So yeah, I'm super excited for this book. When I heard about it, I was uh, incredibly jazzed about the idea of him. You know getting a chance to do this as well as the fact that he would be able to come back and work at DC. He was, um, he was a real loss for DC in my opinion. Yeah. And it's really happy. To, I'm really happy to have him back. I, um, you know, I'm excited just because in as long as he's been at DC, he's really done astonishing, very astonishingly, very little with Batman. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, during his time there. Um, and you know, and, and he's like, I, I read a lot of his Marvel stuff when he was over there over the last couple of years. And, he just keeps getting better and better. His Daredevil stuff is great. Indestructible mm-hmm. Hulk is great from, yep. you know, years and years and years ago. Like, uh, you know, his Captain America, like, run. Awesome stuff. Yeah, Mark Wade is great. 
Yeah, I would argue that, I mean, even, you know, what little he's done with Batman while he was at DC, he still wrote an amazingly good Batman story that happened to, happened to be in JLA, which is Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, true. Very you know, true. Just, just some of the stuff that happens in it, if you have not read it, um, it's Ra's making a, Ra's al Ghul making a power play against the Justice League. It, it's one of those books that, that I, they know they made an animated out of it, which is, eh, yeah, it's all right. It's sort of. <laughs> yeah, sort of with the premise, sort of. But the but the story of the story uh, is it starts his run on JLA and it's awesome. Not that not that the rest of his book, the you know, rest of his run is not good, but the first one, the the the, the um, Tower of Babel is probably the best thing out of it. But yeah, I'm like I said, just just for that is my baseline. I'm I can't wait for this book to come out. No, very cool. I'm gl- I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that one too because I forgot I forgot that was yeah. happening, which is which is neat. Yep. All right, my number one is Catwoman Hunted. Oh, wow. Out oh, in wow. February. Really? <laughs> so this is, yeah, this is a, the straight-to-video um, DC animated uh, in an anime-style Catwoman movie that is written by Greg Weissman of uh, Young Justice and Gargoyles and Spectacular Spider-Man. I cannot wait for this. Uh, we just have a trailer out, um, but... You know, Weissman has said on Twitter that that in his mind, he has this as a Young Justice adjacent story, <laughs> similar to his his Green Arrow short that he did a few years back. So like a version of the story happens on Earth 16 mm. in the Young Justice universe, which is which is really awesome. And, you know, I was I was telling a, a mutual friend of all of ours who hadn't seen this. I sent him the trailer and I just got really jazzed about it while I was telling him about it. And and um and rewatching again and it's like it, it's it's got like it's it's heisty it's got batwoman in it it's got like interpol and black mask and leviathan and masquerade balls where everybody's dressed like superheroes and it's got catwoman's purple dress costume in it that you love frank mm-hmm. like i'm just like <laughs> i'm all in like I, I, right. I can't wait for this yeah it should be great I hope so. So, and it's soon. We're not going to have to wait very long for this. This is also in February. All right, good. So this is this is one of those uh, day one, day one it's bought. So, all right. As always, we'll post links and examples to everything we talk about on letmeknowhowitis.com. Just please remember to like us and follow us on social media, and we will see you guys next time. Have a good one. <laughs>